Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Trot, a weekly inspired edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. People, it's episode number 12. Can you believe it? This one is going to be an interesting episode and it's going to be a solo podcast. And the topic is, bam, 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 drum roll, me and the Joneses, the law of comparison. Hey, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my... And plus, I can't just drop the topic so we got to talk about comparison. We have to create a little drama, you know? A little, a little title, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, before we get into the podcast, I'm going to do something that we're doing for the first time here on Talk Truth. And I got this idea from a wonderful marketing friend, Anika Ripoll. Um, of Business Chic CEO. I, I'm calling her name totally wrong. But anyway, I'm going to put her in the show notes because she's dope. She's really dope. AF. And um, she suggested truth bombs. And um, what a truth bomb could be, could be me revealing a truth. Or, you know, it could be kind of played like a game where you actually say the truth about a friend. You know, like what you think they would do in a situation. But for today, I'm going to ask a question that I'm going to answer. And then we're going to ask you to answer it on Instagram. So I'm going to ask the same question in an IG story and you guys get to tell me your truth bombs for this question and I get to tell you about them next week. So the question is, what is it that you secretly collect or still collect? Collected past tense? Hey, well, I've collected many things. I've collected comic books. I've collected Garfield comics. That's kind of cool. I mean, I talk from number one when Garfield is fat. And like ill-shaped, like him shaped, they get even better as him get um older because the artwork just improved. But maybe something interesting that I used to collect that nobody would know about were Beanie Babies. And those are those little stuffed toys with the little beads inside of them. I used to have the crab, my loved cow, somebody have the cow one. But I have one, something will look like one dragon. Oh, dragon dinosaur. I did have a bunch of them. I still have them. They're my family house. Uh... Yeah. All right. So now that you know that, let's keep it moving. (laughs) So in this episode, I'm going to take you on a journey through the many comparisons that I used to punish myself over the years with and how I have overcome many and the things that I do to still continue to battle with comparing myself to others or to things that I shouldn't be comparing myself to. I explore the big bad ego and also you know, what it is like to self-actualize through a big word called individuation and and how we can overcome comparison. So to start this episode, I really want to let you know where I am now. And where I'm now is that I am a recording artist who functions mainly in a corporate capacity, which means that I do a lot of weddings, and corporate events and I put on jackets and blazers and you know a serenade woman and do stuff like that and as a doctor I am a general practitioner who does sessions in different places like the Boston Hospital for Children and Sajikor 
and I also have a private practice, which I pretty much kind of run my arm of the private practice. I'm the only doctor in there as a general practitioner. But my dad exists as a gynecologist and he does that in the same building and we kind of work together, but separately. And in life, I am an unmarried man in my 30s without any children. Uh, so let's put that together. Musician, corporate singer, doctor, general practitioner, and unmarried man in 30s without a child in Jamaica. Perfect recipe for comparison failure to death drive a stake through my heart uh, and you know it's been an interesting journey and I give thanks for all of my experience because I want to go through a few things before I get into my actual experiences and the first thing I want to do is define comparison because you know I love definitions and it's a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people so Comparisons can be similarities or dissimilarities, right? And that's important to note because it means that comparisons can be positive or negative. And this podcast is about negative comparisons and that's where I'm going to focus. So, and also I want to define keeping up with the Joneses. If it's a term you've never heard, as I've used me and the Joneses in the title, to keep up with the Joneses is to always want to own the same expensive objects and do the same things as your friends or neighbors because you're worried about seeming less important socially than they are, right? So when you try and keep up with them, of course, you spend your money and you buy the same car, you go to the same hotel, then you do the same thing. You probably try out the same number of picnic because everybody in Wisteria Lane have to look the same exact way and fit into the same exact box. And we all have our own individual Joneses wherever they may exist, whether they exist in your workplace, they exist in your church, in your gym, or in your goodly, goodly, goodly old social media where the Joneses hang out and congregate. So let me talk about where my Joneses hang out. And they hang out in music, they hang out in medicine, and they hang out in day-to-day life, and they sometimes hang out in the gym for me. Um, For music, one of the things I used to really beat myself up with when I was doing more music and less medicine was my schedule. I couldn't wrap my head around not having a nine to five and I felt very judged for not having one. It was weird for me to wrap my head around the fact that I worked at night and on weekends where my friends worked from nine to five. So there were days when I would wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning and I pretty much start my day like at 11 I'm pretty much everybody's day is coming to an end by 4, 4.30 and I'm going to a sound check or I'm getting ready to go and sing somewhere in the evening. It made me feel lazy. It made me feel somewhat inadequate, like I wasn't doing enough, even if maybe I was making a comparative salary. You know, it was just such a bizarre thing that I'm working and I'm making money, but I feel bad about the fact that I'm not working at the same time because other people somehow have planted this this feeling that I need to be working 95. That was one of them. Um, another big one for me was where I reached in the industry. It was important for me to be a big time recording artist, which for me looked like someone who toured the world, made multiple albums, made money off of original material. So being in a corporate capacity and singing cover music has always been a kind of constant battle for me. And um, 
it sometimes still is <laughs> and that's the truth and and it's hard when people don't really understand it because people have different perspectives as to where they think you should be or based on where they are they think you want more of what you want so you know somebody will see what you're doing and they're like why don't you work in a hotel circuit why don't you go down on the north coast why don't you do a cabaret that would be awesome and i'm like no it wouldn't be good no i don't want to put a gun to my head because no that's not how i envision it or why no audition for rising stars uh, nothing's wrong with auditioning for rising stars but no i'm not going to audition for rising stars and that's not snobbery but you just have to kind of decide what lane you want to take to get to where you want to go and that is one thing and um we're going to tie back up with all of these things down the line and, and kind of how I've had to deal with it. Another one is whether I'm a good enough singer, you know, and, and you know, I know that I don't do a lot of runs like Brian McKnight and I know that I have this nasal fine tenor voice and you can really, really get into singer comparisons. You know, you'll hear the people who people call singers and singers are your voices the people who stand up at mic stands and they don't really need to dance or the choreography or move because their voice is enough you know whitney's adele's mariah carey's who cares if they dance they can just sing and instead you get called an entertainer you know you're a really good performer um so a lot of these are things that people have said to me but um then you kind of start <laughs> to embrace them as truth because you start to believe them and um it starts to affect your ego. And I'm going to talk a little bit about ego right now before I move into how some of my other Joneses manifest. Um, a man who likes to talk about ego is Eckhart Tolle. And he's the author of A New Earth. And he explains how to break through the shell that separates you from your true self. And he speaks about how vanity and pride are, are what most of us tend to think of when we think of ego. You know, you kind of think of somebody cocky and, and prideful. But ego can be much more than an overinflated self of, sense of self. It can turn up in feelings of inferiority or self-hatred because ego is any image you have of yourself that gives you a sense of identity. And, and that identity derives from the things that you tell yourself and the things other people have been saying about you that you have decided to accept as truth and you know after you start hearing it over and over you might really start to believe that you're not good enough because you don't sing like a singer but instead you're an entertainer right and what i do want to say about comparisons is that there are sometimes truth to comparisons like somebody must be taller and somebody must be shorter somebody must be darker and somebody must be lighter somebody may ornate their singing style with more fancy stuff than someone else who sings with a straighter tone but where it becomes a problem is where we use comparisons to start to make ourselves feel inferior and that is where all of the destruction lies and that is what we need to counter so i've outlined some of the things in music that have been that have battered me over the years and and again they don't batter me so much anymore um in medicine a popular one for us here, especially in Jamaica, is when you don't specialize. Doctors who don't specialize are made to feel like they are less than doctors. You know, if you're going to go become a general practitioner, where well, you yeah, do it your medical life, like, what's wrong with you? Why well, never specialize? What's me who have a father who is a gynecologist? So, you know, I just totally messed up because I never take over my father practice. 
is the stupidest thing that I could have done in the eyes of many people. You know, so so you are made to feel inadequate because you didn't. Or you make yourself feel inadequate because you didn't move into this space that was being laid out on a red carpet for you where people don't recognize that to acquire that I would have to go back to school another four years and specialize on the 24-hour duties and the surgery and actually be prepared to deliver people's children and take out their fibroids and do all of these things within the world of obstetrics and gynecology that nobody asks me if I even like to do. So, you know, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Um, another comparison is expected income. You know, and in our culture and in all cultures, income somehow is tied to your profession. <laughs> um, let me tell you an ugly truth. Not all doctors are rich. And not all doctors work at hospitals. Not all doctors have salaries given to them by people. Some doctors actually are entrepreneurs and some of them run their own businesses, which means that they have to market these businesses and learn to be business people. No one trains you to be a business person when you're a doctor. No one does, which means that you have to learn all of that. And we know how startups can fail, which means that doctors may be living hand to mouth. Here comes the expectation that I should be driving a Benz and a BMW and keeping up with the Joneses and all other doctors who have concession, <laughs> who have 20% off because the government has given it to them on their new vehicle, which I don't have because I don't work for the government. Um, and this is going to tie back to a point further down in the podcast about knowing where you are, accepting where you are, acknowledging where you are, and being okay with where you are. So the long and short of it is that comparatively, I don't make the same income that my colleagues make. And I know that. And that's okay. And what that means for me is that I may not be able to do the same things that some of my colleagues do. But when you're keeping up with the Joneses, that's not okay. Um, but when you're not keeping up with the Joneses, it's perfectly fine. And we'll get to that. Um, in terms of also assets and financial freedom, the same thing I just mentioned, you know, people expect you to, to be driving a certain vehicle or, or appearing a certain way, even in terms of how you dress when, when, when you're a doctor. Um, and in terms of, of life, <laughs> I'm at an age now where pretty much most of my friends are either married with or without children. Uh, the ones who are able to have children may have one or two. Uh, some are trying to have. Some um, have more than that. Some do, are not interested in having. But there are just certain markers of stability in relationship and childbearing life that people have hit. And, and those have happened to them maybe in their late 20s, mid to late 20s, early 30s. And if you don't fall into that bracket, there's a great deal of personal comparison that you can put yourself through which can be very destructive to to your mindset and make you feel inferior and less than and inadequate. And that's further worsened by relatives and acquaintances and family members who then ask for grandchildren and want grandchildren and then people are pressure you. Why are you not in a relationship? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? And you know, it can really spiral out of control when all of these things come together. In your one liquor person, your one liquor brain, your one liquor heart. You're getting it from work, you're getting it from family, you're getting it from yourself, and you just wonder what the hell am I gonna do? Um so 
Clearly, some of the negative effects of comparison is that it can cause you to have an overinflated ego. Um, it can manifest as vanity or pride or self-hatred or inferiority, which is how it normally manifest, manifested for me back in the day. And um, sometimes ego can even manifest as complaining or, or you know, being in a line and being fussy about why it's taking so long for things to happen. Um, you're causing taxi men on the road. You have bad road rage. All of that is like, like ego. And ego is kind of really tied into this comparison thing because there's this expectation of what you're supposed to be. And uh, if you aren't that, then it's just not good enough. Another negative effect of comparison is resenting others for what they have. And that's really not a cool thing because really and truly, you shouldn't be bitter or feel like you're um, in a different, being treated unfairly because you don't have what somebody else have. Them work hard for it. And they're there because they worked hard for it. And it's theirs. They deserve it. And that's fine. A third negative effect of comparison is not being able to be happy for other people. And um, in Jamaica, we just want to call that, in our parlance, bad mind. You, you can't be happy for somebody's successes or their achievements. And again, this comes down to you feeling some kind of way because you can't have what they are having. And again, that's not really how it should work out. Uh, also, talking a whole lot about your accomplishments too much is sometimes a way of overcompensating uh, for for maybe things that you you lack or to try and make yourself look better than other people around you. So that again is another negative effect of comparison. Another negative effect of comparison is talking negatively about others, especially in a public space, trying to bring them down. And most times you're bringing them down unfairly because you don't have all the information you need to make that judgment. And even if you did have all that information, it's not a nice thing to do to tear somebody else down in a public space or any at all. Because let me tell you, I believe about karma in her, and karma is real. She, that girl, she come round, man, whatever she be, she come round and she box in your face. Maybe not tomorrow, five years down the line, karma, right back. So, so let's go into a bit of how to overcome comparison and, and the desire to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, and there are lots of cool things that you can do and... I'll again tie them back to some of the same things that I was worried about. And the first thing you need to do is develop an awareness of when you start to compare yourself to others. So you need to notice when you slip into that space when you're like moaning and complaining. And once you identify it, that's a good start. And, and then once you identify it, step two is going to be to stop yourself. Tell yourself, stop it. Tap it. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And then uh, what you need to do is start to think about all the things that you do have. The things that you love. The people that you have. The people that love and care about you. The blessings that life has given you. And, and just make this a regular practice. And you will start to be happier within your life. You need to just identify the feeling. Stop the feeling. And then start thinking about what you have. And that leads to... The third thing, which is to count your blessings. And we really take this for granted. 
And for me, especially with the music one, I could easily say, yo, I'm not touring the world as yet or as much. But I get to sing. <laughs> I get to sing. Do you know how many talented singers work in offices and don't even have a platform to share their talent. They've never recorded anything because they don't have access to a microphone. They have no access to a producer, no access to a studio. They've never been on a stage. They've never worked with a band. And I'm using a lot of nevers, but that's just now to contrast with the fact that I get the opportunity to sing and showcase my talent in a public forum. That is the perfect opportunity of me counting that blessing instead of complaining about the fact that I'm not touring. It's not about what I don't have, it's about what I have. And that's the blessing that I'm going to count. Focus on your strengths is number four. Being able to look at your own strengths and see your true value is actually one of the keys to success because without this ability, you'll be unmotivated. You won't believe in yourself. So fine, I don't do as many runs as Brian McKnight, but I sing in pitch. And not only do I sing in pitch, I have a falsetto and I have a this and I have a that and I have these things that work and there are things that when I do them, it sound good and there's an authenticity to my tone and I, I don't know what they are. But guess what? There are a bag of wonderful things about your voice. Likewise, I'm not a specialist and I don't make specialist income. But guess what? I completed my medical degree and I'm a doctor and I have a job. <laughs> I have a job. Amen. I have a job. I get paid to work. Some people don't have no work. County blessings, right? Accept imperfection. And this one, number five, accept imperfection is important because no one is perfect. And if we enter the space knowing that no one is perfect, then we really have to accept our perfectly imperfect selves. Uh, no one will be exactly anything that you can dream them up to be. So we need to kind of wrap our heads around this and come to an acknowledgement that we need to just focus on us being better than where we were, right? So given that we are imperfect, focus on being better than where you were. Full stop. Number six, don't knock others down. Don't try to criticize somebody else to make yourself look better, <laughs> Right? This this um past couple of weeks ago, or last week, I was at Reggae Sumfest. I wasn't the one criticizing, but I had somebody come up to me and they went on a long rant about which musicians needed to not be on the show, why them dress so, why them sound so, them can't sing. And I thought to myself, look at how this person is dragging the musicians. And me as a fellow musician, I just did shut up my mouth. I did kind of, you know, just kind of smile and nod because... I kind of never really want to get into it because I am a fellow musician as well and I can be in a position where me I rip down my own people them and me said when I, I'm, I'm going to be on a stage tomorrow. You know what I mean? And somebody else is going to be in that audience ripping me down and I am not propagating and potentiating that because that is of no benefit to me. And as for medicine, people often would say that in Jamaica doctors are cliquish or in the medical community doctors are cliquish. It's not that doctors are cliquish, you know. We are a fraternity 
And yes, we try to support our colleagues. But the real truth of that, if you put yourself in the shoe of a doctor is, you are a blink away from a surgical complication or a potential lawsuit. A blink, a wink, right? And if you can appreciate that you are a wink away from a complication, then you are a little bit more gentle about how you handle your colleagues because you know that whatever shoes they are standing in right in this moment, you can be in them same old dirty shoes in the next moment. So there is a sensitivity that you have to have to your own because you can be in the same place. And you call it cliquish if you want, but it's actually just that same old karma thing. And um, you just kind of have to respect some things as they are and don't get all up in it and you just leave it alone. And in leaving it alone, you may decide to not speak. And not speaking may seem like being cliquish, but it's just what it is, right? So um, keep that in mind and just know that it might just really come down to just not trying to knock down somebody else. Number seven, don't focus on your rank, but focus on the journey. This ties right back into <laughs> my musical thing where, you know, if you were to look at local musicians on the charts and look at what has happened, you could say, wow, I'm not a coffee, I'm not a protege, I'm not a Elaine, I'm not a this. But you could always put yourself at a number, you know, and you can base that number on how much you haven't achieved as yet. But the flip side is my journey has taken me from singing on choirs to going to music school to making an album, to knowing how to produce an album, to knowing how to write music, to knowing how to sing background vocals, to now being able to record a podcast. The journey for me as someone in the music industry has only increased and improved and gotten better. And I don't really need anything else but that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And setting goals for where I want to go is perfectly fine. But again, I cannot use someone else's achievements to diminish my journey. We'll move on from that. Number eight, come to a place of acceptance with your choices, the reasons for them, and if you're personally happy with them. Because a lot of times if you're personally happy, then it's fine. Some people like to sing cabaret. Some people like to be in a hotel. Some people like to work for other people and be in a bank. Not everybody have to be an entrepreneur. That's fine. You know, you want to come to a place where you say, I choose, I choose to be here and I'm okay with where I am. Or I've chosen to be here and I'm not so happy. Let me see how I can work on it and make it better. But you don't want to say, I've chosen to be here and woe is me. Like, yeah, I didn't specialize in O&G and no, I haven't toured the world. And the income I have right now is totally based on the decisions I've made. Because I could go and work for the government and work every day in a hospital and get the concession that my, that my brethren have. But I don't want it. And because of that, I've chosen to be here and work in private practice and do a couple gigs here and there and do a couple sessions here and there and have this income that is an amalgamation of money coming in from multiple sources. And of course, from month to month, a salary, if you want to call it that, that is variable which would drive some people insane, but I would have it no other way. I've made these decisions and I've chosen to be here and I sit down in it with absolute gratitude for the dynamic 
and diverse and such a wonderful life that I have. The people that I meet in the many different facets of my life and that I don't have to go and sit down in the same place every flipping day and look at a laptop screen. I love it and, I, I, and I'm fine with it <laughs> and I'm going to just make it the best life I can. Uh, and that's going to lead me to number nine, use comparison as a motivator. I kind of touched on it before. If you see somebody doing something that you like, use them as a mentor. Use them as something that you want to aspire to. But don't, as long as you're not using it to make yourself feel inferior and inadequate. Uh, number 10, just remember that you're enough. You're abundant. You have enough. And getting more and more and more and more won't necessarily satisfy you in any kind of entirety so you know become comfortable with what is you know with what's happening in this moment with what you have um you know there's a quote by bernard grasset and the quote is to love is to stop comparing <laughs> and it's beautiful because you know for us to really 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 love i would agree that comparison cannot be a feature of of falling in love with with oneself because you'll always have some other yardstick to measure up to how you can how can you love yourself if you have to be measuring yourself to something else so you know those are 10 tips 10 tips on how to overcome comparison and the desire to keep up with the joneses so right now i really want to talk about where I am, which I said at the top of the episode, but where I want to be. And that part is interesting. And um, pretty much where I want to be and kind of where I've always wanted to be is an international recording artist, an entertainment mogul. And by entertainment mogul, I, want, I mean singer, songwriter, producer of music and film, MC, actor, motivational speaker, author, just a boss entrepreneur but in the field of entertainment that is that is really probably mainly what i want to do and for medicine i'm i'm pretty fine being involved in the business of medicine and not necessarily being the doctor behind the table um i would be personal personally fine running the business and these are kind of some of the directions that i am really working towards because i know that i get far greater pleasure out of all of the many facets of entertainment that I do, medicine, with all due respect to medicine. But um, that is my truth. And how I've really been able to not compare myself to others a lot and kind of really sit down in moving in the direction of where I want to go is a thing called individuation. And I actually heard it in Spike Lee's She's got to have it. It is in one of the episodes of the latest season. And what individuation is, is it refers to the process through which a person achieves a sense of individuality separate from the identities of others and begins to consciously exist as a human in the world. Uh, so the other way it can be used is to individuate, which is to distinguish from others of the same kind. And that is to single out pretty much. And as you can imagine, individuation is a big part of self-actualization. And that really is why I am able to not compare myself to others 
so much anymore because I've come to a true place of acceptance that I do certain things well and that there are certain things that bring and spark joy in my life and that make me very happy. And tied into that as well is that life is fragile and life is short. I have also had enough experiences to see that when you really put your efforts and your energy behind the things that you love, the whole world will conspire to to provide for it from the alchemist. <laughs> and feeling that and knowing it and feeling it happen over and over again is just enough confirmation that you don't have to be afraid and that you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else because all that you have is absolutely enough and that once you really start to believe in your truth and in your gifts and in your talents that doors will open up and you can run through them and gates will open up and people will appear and things will happen just like this podcast and you just have to, have to execute it and action it and believe in it and tweak it and make it better. So, you know, I encourage you to do the same. I really do. I encourage you to follow those tips and to self-actualize and to individuate. And I mean, there's no, no care, no, no partner, no status, no concession, no other singer. You know, there's no other thing in this world that is there to distract us and make us feel like we're inadequate that will bring me down, you know? And, and I encourage you to do the exact same thing, you know? Don't allow the things that make us feel inadequate or like we're not enough to distract us because we're abundant and you don't really want to go through life measuring yourself against anyone else or any anything else um, just keep striving for what you want without comparing yourself to others set your goals have your dreams go for them and you remember my top 10 list of things where you know for do right recap be aware of when you start to compare yourself to others one two stop yourself when you identify it Three, count your blessings. Four, focus on your strengths. Five, accept that you're perfectly imperfect. Don't knock down others, number six. Number seven, it's not about your rank. It's about the journey. So focus on the journey. Number eight, come to a place of acceptance with your choices. Number nine, use comparison as a motivator and not a diminisher. And number ten, know that you're enough. You have enough. And be comfortable with where you are. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talk Truth. You hear my voice, somebody that have flew me, I recover. I want to convert some people who are my listeners. If you're someone who listens to Talk Truth in a web browser or a mobile browser, there are wonderful apps on your phone that are specifically designed for podcasts. If you have an iPhone, you can use the podcast app in the iPhone. It's a purple app. If you have an Android, you can use an app like Google Podcasts or CastBox. There are tons of them. When you download this app, it's going to allow you to subscribe to my channel. And it's going to also allow you to listen to the podcast 
And whenever you take a pause, you can pause it. When you go back into the podcast, you can start it back right where you left off. It allows you to subscribe to other podcasts as well. And it forms a nice hub for where you, your podcasting world can exist, especially if you're new to podcasting. The app is a much better way to go. Uh, go there and move from the web browsers and the mobile browsers and download the app if you have space on your phone. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe, like, rate, and comment on this podcast. Cause you know we really appreciate that. And follow me on Instagram at Mario Evan and follow Talk Truth JA on Twitter. Take a screenshot of, of the podcast as you listen to it if it touches your soul and repost it on your social media and tag me and tag Talk Truth JA or, or put the hashtag Talk Truth JA. And tell us how you feel about it. Remember to go on Instagram this week and answer your truth bomb about what you secretly collect. I can't wait to see them. It should be lots of fun. And I'll read them out next week on next week's episode. Stay good. Work good. And don't compare yourself. Until next time, guys. This is Talk Truth. A place where your truth shall become your power and set you free. See you next week.